fasten your seat belt. I am taking you for the ride of your life. I'm going to show you what this car can really do. Are you ready? I am ready. Hang on. Okay. Here we go. Hold on to your butts. Go get him, kid. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. Not a tumor at all. As if. You're going to ask me. So you can go ahead and ask me what you're going to ask me. And my natural response could be to get offended. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. All right, all right, all right. You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week, 30 years in the making. That's right. It is the 30-something movie podcast uh, every week, every week, coming back every week for more entertainment for your earballs. How's everybody doing? Uh, I've got with me tonight Bo Warmbold and Patrick Kennedy. Yo. Bo. Yo. Yo, Bo. This kind of sounds like the, what was that, the old G.I. Joe cartoon, Yo, Joe? Something like that, yeah. Yo, Bo. We're dating ourselves by just speaking of it. We are just a, just a tiny, tiny bit. Um, yeah. Let me let me make a little social commentary here, real quick. Um, after I said Yobo, um, driving through town, and a lot of the windows of some of the shops in town have the uh, the, the painted pictures and, and painted words on them. Um, it's uh, I guess uh, homecoming time is coming up at the high school, uh, yeah. and uh, I I took that opportunity and I I started just kind of like old man grumbling while I was grumbling driving the about car. the current state of the use of the English language, no doubt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's been bugging me for a while. Yeah. So I I start grumbling and and the kids are in the car with me and one is not really paying very much attention and the other one is like, oh, I what what is it now? And I was like, I am bothered. What, who said who set him off? Uh huh. I am bothered by the 1984 newspeak that is Hoko. Yeah. I don't like it. No, I. My wife and I have a conversation about it about every time, about this time every year. Yeah. And it just we 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 can't decide if it's sheer laziness. Yes. If it needed to fit in a hashtag, what no. the actual purpose of shortening a one word uh-huh. uh uh situation. Yeah. 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 Hoko. Hoko. Yeah. Hoko. Which of course, it bothers you me. You're, you're looking. You're looking at us quizzically, Pat. It's it's short for homecoming. Yeah, yeah. And but it just that's, it just bothers oh. me. Yeah, and okay. then of course last year you had the hashtag Foco because you had all the fake homecomings because oh, okay. homecomings couldn't happen because you know hashtag COVID. So yeah, no. good grief. Yeah, that's funny. I'll have to tell. Right. I have to tell Donna about your okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my uh, and, that that'll be and, my curmudgeonly old man moment for this. For well, the show. and and what's funny is where we first noticed it, and I'm sure our schools were doing it. We just weren't paying attention. Where we first noticed it was in the windows in your town. Oh yeah, like a couple years back, we're like, what in the actual is happening right now? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and here we are. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It just yeah. 
there's certain having been an English teacher and having mm. married a librarian, there are just certain mm. languagey things that irk me. And and I I will fully admit I'm being curmudgeonly old man when I say oh, get like off that, my lawn, baby. Oh, get get off my get off my dictionary, right? So, yeah, I don't use the bucket anymore. <laughs> yeah, but at least I can say the whole word bucket without abbreviating it. <laughs> Yes. <sighs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Patrick, how are you doing? I'm doing great, John, and I don't want to draw back the curtain too much, but, you know, we just watched a couple of trailers, so I'm in a happy place. Let's talk about those trailers. And yes, uh, before we before we get into our before we get into our, the rest of our podcast stuff, we have some news. Oh. News. Another action-filled adventure. All right, so um, our news involves a couple of trailers, and it's been a little while since we've we've had some other like movie and TV news on here. So uh, we'll we'll take a few minutes. We we want to get into our movie tonight, but we'll take a few minutes and and opine a bit on what we just watched. Um, are you okay? Uh, do you Pat? You're you're not a smoker, but do you need a cigarette? Are you are you doing okay? Do you? I might. Okay. I might. My goodness. My goodness. Okay. My goodness. All right. Well, let's let's start with which one do you want to start with. Like, I don't. Do you want to? <sighs> Do you want to end on the one that I think you're probably even more excited about, or do you want to just get that out of the way now? No, let's end on that one. Let's, okay, let's... all right. So we watched. We just watched two trailers. One actually just came out today, as of yeah. day of recording, um, and that is the trailer for the Disney Plus series Hawkeye. This is the first Christmas we've had together in years. I love you guys. I'm making up for some lost time. Authorities are wondering if the masked vigilante who terrorized the city's underworld is back. The past has caught up with me. Should we be worried? No, no, it's nothing. I'll be home for Christmas. I promise. It's the most wonderful time. When I wore this suit, I made a whole lot of enemies. Who the hell are you? Some people have actually called me the world's greatest archer. Are you one of those people? It's the most wonderful. Hey, babe, I should be back in a day or two. Hang on a second. With the kids one Things have gotten more complicated. It's the most Not this one. You don't have to say definitely like that. Holy sh! There are arrows more dangerous than that one. Oh, just some Christmas. So, what did we uh, from what we saw in the trailer? It looks a little, uh, looks a little, almost looks a little James Bondy. Yeah. And there's, yeah. a, there's a new quote unquote, I'm using my quote fingers here, quote unquote, there's a, a new Hawkeye and uh, she seems to be a teenage girl. Now, this, yes. is, this is something they did in the comics. So there was kind of a, 
I hate to call her a replacement Hawkeye, but there was a new Hawkeye um, that came on the scene, and her name was Kate Bishop, and that's the the name apparently of this young Hawkeye. Um, yes. My guess is, before we talk a little bit more about what's in the trailer and kind of what we saw, my guess is, with all this stuff that's going on, is that they are kind of building towards some kind of Young Avengers type thing with some of these TV shows because we had, um, this is spoilers, we, we spoil in this podcast, so just be aware of that. Um, they had the kids in WandaVision, mm-hmm. which in the show were ultimately fictional kids but we also kind of learned at the end of the show that maybe not so fictional with mm-hmm. the with the multiverse um and then there are there were some young versions or young possibilities for a captain america ish type character that were presented in falcon and winter soldier yes and then we're getting a young hawkeye uh, or a pos- potential hawkeye in this mm-hmm. hawkeye tv show so uh, it seems to me like they're kind of building towards some young Avenger type stuff. I think they might have had some other younger characters. Um, I want to say at some point Ant-Man's daughter might have also in the comics might have also been involved in a young Avengers comic they used to have. Yeah, I'm not as much a Marvel person, so I might be wrong on that one. But I feel like I, I remember that from somewhere. So that's that's just some of my speculation on, on what's going on here is what they might be building towards with a bunch of these characters in these TV shows but um it looked like it was a lot of fun yeah it it really does you know and it's 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 always interesting two things stand out to me is one how the movies all yeah in one sense fit a mold and blah 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 for the people that you know don't like it and want to be more cynical but in the same token they all have a different kind of flavor to them right you know captain america was like a world war ii period piece thor was i don't want to say sword and sandals-esque but i mean it was more swords that shoot laser beams and all this kind of stuff well given the movie we're talking about tonight it was directed by kenneth branagh who does a lot of shakespeare and yeah i mean it it, it did have that flavor and it's, then i mean is this, is this had... shakespeare in the park does doth mother know you borrowed her yes i mean so each movie has its different flavor and the TV shows have done that same thing too. Yeah. You know, like WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, all very different, mm-hmm. very different flavors of show. And like this one seems to have yet again, another flavor. And I almost found it was interesting. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which on first breath was like, Oh, that's going to be like the, the odd couple pairing buddy adventure, but that ended up being a little bit more of a serious kind of almost an, you know, I mean, there were different things that they explored in there. Um, whether it was race or dealing with past evils or all that kind of stuff that they dealt with in a very, you know, a little bit more of a serious manner. Right. And looked at the world of Marvel like, oh, you snapped people out of existence. Now you snap them back. I mean, there's going to be other issues there. Mm-hmm. Dude, you don't get paid a lot being an Avenger. So how is, you know, like a bank loan was a huge part of the thing. So, I mean, that took a little bit more of a, of a reality bent to it. Now, this one could have that. I mean, the guy was, you know, on a blood-crazed jaunt there, you know, killing everyone in the underworld. 
but that almost looks like, Oh God, they're coming for me. And now I'm going to, you know, I'm getting sucked right back in kind of thing. Ha 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 ha. This one almost seems to have a little bit more of a lighthearted deal to it. So like you said, like a James Bond adventure or. Well, I called it, I called it James Bond, but the, especially with the, the Christmas theme and the Christmas music and the others and just kind of some of the humor, it seemed like I'm, I'm going to backtrack on that and I'm going to call it Die Hard. There you go. That's what I was just saying. For something, for something, yeah, I, and I'm going to stop talking, let Bo get a chance to get in there, but yeah, this one stuck out to me as like 80s. This seemed to me like an 80s movie or an 80s TV show or an 80s-esque kind of, not 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 like a Stranger Things type deal, but just the way they approached the humor with the uh, uh, action with the, with the whole thing. So it's just a, a different flavor of show. Yeah, I mean, the, the humor felt very um, diehard, like John said. I mean, he he might as well have said, how can the same stuff happen to the same guy twice? You know, I was like, oh, I, I get that line. Or what did he say? Some Christmas, I think, is the line he uses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's awesome, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I, I mean, it's going to be great to explore that character a little bit. He was, you know, not that they're... Not that there were secondary characters in the Avengers, but he was definitely a tier two Avenger, you know? Um, and, you know, I felt like in the last couple of movies, they tried to give him some depth, but this will, um, this will give him more. And, you know, I'm not going to rehash what I've already said too much, but I do love this version of Avenger storytelling. The longer form thing really works for me. So I'm excited. Well, and and I'm Tammy and I are in the midst of a rewatch and it's fun because we've kind of gotten through all the movies she's seen before. And now we're getting the one. She's like, oh, I haven't seen that one. So it's like, oh, I, I get to like, you know, you, you see it with someone for the first time kind of thing. And so you get to get that genuine reaction, you know, of, of oh, seeing it for the first time. So that's exciting. But then also seeing how flawlessly those movies fit together, you know. I mean, okay, maybe there's a couple flaws in a couple places and all, but for the most part, it's like when you watch them in quick succession, it's like, wow, these really like literally hand off from one to the other. And you're, you you just see, you know, it's, it's like the hunt for an October thing. You speed up the recording of the Caterpillar drive and suddenly you're like, that's gotta be man-made. It's kind of like that. You watch them all in quick succession and you really see how these characters uh, grow throughout the whole, the whole movie. So I'm very, ex- or the series of movies. I'm very excited to see how they do that with the TV shows. Cause I kind of feel like all these shows are going to draw to a point too. You know, this thing that happened at the end of Loki, how is that going to meet up with what I'm thinking? I'm understanding with the Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness uh, trailer. And are these things and, intertwined and, and, and Spider-Man I mean, no way home. Yeah. Oh, is that Spider-Man No Way Home? Well, the, yeah, there hasn't been a tra- yeah, there hasn't been a trailer yet for uh, Multiverse of Madness. Oh, that's right. So yeah. I thought that was so. No, there's a Doctor Strange movie and a Spider-Man movie coming out. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh man. So I mean, I, it's now I'm even like that gives me one more movie's percentage of wonder and how's it all going to fit together? Yeah. You know. All right. Well, speaking of blowing Pat's mind, um, 
we we had another trailer that we we watched prior to recording, and and uh, we'll have the audio right here for you. But um, we need to talk for a moment about Matrix Resurrections. Thomas, you seem particularly triggered right now. Can you tell me what happened? I've had dreams that weren't just dreams. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. Hi. Have we met? One pill makes you larger And one pill makes you small And the ones that mother gives you If you want the truth, Neo, you're going to have to fly me. And you know you to fall. The only thing that matters to you is still here. I know it's why you're still fighting and why you will never give up. You don't know me. No? Back to where it all started. Back to the Matrix. Can we redo my top 10 list and make sure that the Matrix is on there? Because I love these movies. I love these movies. I mean, these movies were like life changing when I saw him for the first time, like I didn't know anything about the matrix when it came out, I'd seen the trailer once. And then guys like, Hey, let's go see the matrix. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We were in college. We went, it was like, I think, I think we actually walked out of the theater and I'm just like, I'm going in again, bought another ticket and went right back in. I mean, it, I, it, I still, I still enjoy the, uh, sto- the story of the first time I ever watched the first matrix movie. Yeah, because I think it's so appropriate given the topic of the Matrix. Right. The first time, I, and and this is this is when it came out, uh, when it was still in theaters. The first time I ever watched the Matrix was on a pirated copy on a computer. That was the first time I'd ever seen a movie on a computer before. Unreal, awesome. And it, and it was a pirated copy. I was like, this this is so 
in tune with this movie, like the idea of hackers and piracy and that, that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen it was a, a copy on a pirated copy somebody had on a computer. Awesome. So this one, so Matrix Resurrections, um, it looks, and, and everything I'm going to say here is a little bit of speculation, except for something I read in a uh, in an article that was talking about this, and I think it came directly from the producers or the director or, or whoever it might have been. Um, it kind of looks like we're ignoring Reloaded and Revolutions. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because it's, I mean, it's kind of... Well, so so here's what it said in the article, and they didn't come right out and say that we are ignoring the second and third movie, but in the article, they mentioned twice, and I, I don't have it right in front of me. I should try to pull it up. Um, they mentioned twice that this movie continues the story of the original Matrix. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leads me to believe that they are they're going to say Matrix 1 happened, and then at the end, when you see Neo fly up into the air cut to 20 plus 30 years later whatever it is and uh now we're at matrix resurrections interesting so i don't know how i feel about that i know some people didn't like or didn't care as much for reloaded and revolutions um i liked them like i enjoyed those movies i mean there's there's bits and pieces of some of them that not that i tend to fast forward through anything when i watch a movie but i mean there are some bits and pieces where i'm like all right i can skip ahead like a minute or two um, or I just want to get to this fight scene or this motorcycle chase or, um, mm-hmm. but I still like those. I still like both of those movies. I did too. And I watched them a whole bunch. Yeah. I, yeah. So I guess I don't, I don't, I, I don't know how I would feel about that. Like I always get a little leery of the whole, we're going to negate these movies and add this one in, you know, I, yeah. I, I, but it's not my place to say. And obviously this is all speculatory anyways, right. because they, they didn't officially come out and say that that's what they were doing, but it yeah. just kind of from the wording, it, it really made it seem like that was going to be the case. So, you know, I mean, this is a dumb thing. You guys have all seen the movies, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I know that there's some folks on the podcast. Like I know Jeff doesn't care for the matrix very much. Mm-hmm. If I understand yeah, correctly. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And well, it was interesting and like, and, and it was like, wow, like, really? I thought everyone like, at least like the, you know, and Dennis said it was funny. It kind of saw it at a weird time. And, and, and I, and it was, um, he said he saw it, but maybe doesn't remember it as much, or maybe only saw parts, but there were things that fascinated him and the whole, you know, in the computer, you know, so I really would, I really can't honestly, Batman 1989, the matrix is like my next Batman 1989 excited. Mm-hmm. Like I can't wait to do that on the podcast and I can't wait to see Jeff and Dennis's reaction. Cause I would really like their insights, but I mean, I just think uh, the way that that movie ended. Okay. We're doing all the spoilers, right? We gave spoiler warnings. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there that hasn't seen the matrix, just turn my voice off. But the way it was ended was Neo was whatever the fifth or sixth iteration, right? Yeah. yeah. Of the whole Matrix as a whole, but then there was four or five iterations of having the one who was the like the anomaly that made the imperfect formula work or whatever, and he was the first guy that like went for love over humanity, right? 
And that's what caused it to be different. And so how long is the piece going to last? Well, as long as we can and yada, yada, yada. But now I, I don't know if this one reboots or wonder if, if they did restart the matrix. I wonder if they did restart the matrix and they're born inside it again. But this time he takes the blue pill, not the red pill. Right. Like, I don't know. Well, if it looks be... like he eventually has to take the red pill, but it's a right. bunch of blue pills. And then he finally gets a hold of the red pill. Yeah. I mean, you got to be careful taking that many blue pills. How yeah. about it? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. If four hours later, you still have a problem. You may yes. need to call the emergency room. <laughs> it's uh... <laughs> at least consult your physician. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. See, my brain's going like, oh, what's it going to be? about? You know, so. It'd be interesting. And now Morpheus seems to be younger. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm just, my, my brain is like, is like the little hamster on the wheel kind of thing. Like, I'm just like, what's going to happen? Well, you know and, what? I, and I heard somebody say, I heard somebody say, well, you know, the original matrix was all about, you know, a, a, a world in which, um, you know, technology where we feared technology taking over and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, this is 2021. Like, what commentary do we have on that now? I'm like, um, oh, that you, one do, scene. Do, do you live in 2021? Oh, my gosh. Have that you, scene have you seen everyone's... 20, Do you live in 2020? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you seen, seen the, the, ele- the scene on the elevator where they're all sitting uh-huh. around their cell phones? Yeah. And he's I mean, I'm like, oh, that's. Yeah, that's awesome. Perfect. That's awesome. Mm hmm. All right. Well, so got some good stuff coming up. We got Hawkeye. We got uh, Matrix Resurrections, uh, both coming up uh, around about Christmas time. Looks like Hawkeye's coming out around Thanksgiving, and then Matrix uh, Resurrections. I keep wanting to say Revolutions. Um, looks like that one is coming out uh, maybe on Christmas Day. I think it said. So, got some good good stuff coming up later at the end of this year. All right, well, our movie this time around is called Dead Again. Uh, This is episode number 372. Uh, Marching on towards 400 there, gentlemen. We kind of keep passing all these landmarks here. Wow. um, We did already say we spoil freely. We also want to say we are members of the Scene Stealers Podcast Network. Um, This episode is sponsored by Scene Stealers International Convention Agent. They've got a top-class roster of movie and TV stars ready to be booked now for your Comic-Con or event. So if you need more information, want to go check out their roster, it is at www.scenestealersglobal.com. And then you can also go check out our website, 30podcast, that's three zero and the word podcast, dot com. You can rate the show. You can leave a voicemail there. You can become a co-executive producer via Patreon and get some extra bonus episodes in there if you're supporting us on Patreon at any level. Um, but there's also some other benefits in there as well. Um, we, we can be friends with benefits. Is that what it's called? No, is that different? Bo, you're, you're, you're giving me a weird look. Is that not what that's called? I don't think that's how you want to say that. No, that's not how we want to say it. Okay. I want to confirm. Okay. This may be like kids cover your ears. I need to confirm something because I keep hearing oh, people. <laughs> Welcome to the 30 something movie podcast after dark. Yeah, um, here we go. I need to confirm something here that I think I know what it means, but I think I'm, I'm getting kind of like a, uh, um, Inigo Matoya thing here. There are plenty of people that say a particular phrase, and I want to say, I do not think that means what you think it means. Yeah, well, it probably doesn't. Can, okay. Can we confirm right here, right now on the podcast that 
Netflix and chill does not mean to relax and watch Netflix. Yes, we can confirm that on this podcast right now. That is not what the slang term means. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you. It's Because lately I've read like a couple of different articles that like the person has actually said, oh, yeah, I was just uh, looking for some stuff. I wanted to Netflix and chill, so I was looking for some great stuff to watch, and I was like, I do not think that means what you think it means. I do not. Uh, I would have to agree with you, sir. And I've heard that used several times. And the person, <sighs> I could tell the person using it, saying it, writing it, whatever, meant to relax at home and watch Netflix. That's not what that means. Yeah, this is like that okay. scene in Friends when uh, um, Joey gets his pants fit. Yeah. And uh, that's you know, how they do pants. <laughs> At the very end, at the very end, he's calling and he's like, no, dad, that's not how they do pants. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel like that uh-huh. is with the whole Netflix and chill thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right, kids, you can uncover yours again. Um, all right. So our movie this time around is Dead Again. This one came out on the 30th of August, 1991, rated R, with a runtime of one hour, 47 minutes, directed by Kenneth Branagh, uh, who also has directed Much Ado About Nothing and Thor. Producers were Lindsay Doran and Charles H. McGuire, who died in 2001. Doran did The Firm and Sense Sensibility. McGuire did On the Waterfront and Patriot Games. Writers for this one was Scott Frank. He did. Uh, he was the writer for Logan, another of Pat's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did the TV series The Queen's Gambit. Cinematography was done by Matthew F. Leonetti, who did The Butterfly Effect and Star Trek First Contact. Editor was Peter E. Berger, who died in 2011. Um, he did Fatal Attraction and Star Trek IV The Voyage Home. He was the editor for those two. And then music was done by Patrick Doyle, who did Thor and Gosford Park. Budget was $15 million. Box office was $38 million domestic. Flick Metrics gives it a 70%. Cinema score gives it an A-. minus. Um, I think, I, I looked at a couple of other ones too, uh, Roger Ebert gives it four stars, and Rotten Tomatoes, I think, gave it an 83% for this movie. So... Um, Starring Kenneth Branagh, who played Roman Strauss and Mike Church. He was in Othello and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Andy Garcia played Gray Baker. He was in Ocean's Eleven and The Godfather Part Three. Emma Thompson played Grace and Margaret Strauss. She was in Sense and Sensibility and The Remains of the Day. Lois Hall, who died in 2006, played Sister Constance. She was in Daughter of the Jungle and Gone in 60 Seconds. Richard Easton, who died in 2019, played Father Timothy. He was in Henry V and Revolutionary Road. Joe Anderson played Sister Madeline and Starlet at the party. Uh, She was in JFK and the TV series Beauty and the Beast. Patrick Montez played a pickup driver. He was in The Shield, the TV series, and a movie called Rotor, R-O-T-O-R. Raymond Cruz played Supermarket Clerk. He was in Alien Resurrection and Clear and Present Danger. Robin Williams, who died in 2014, played Dr. Cozy Carlisle. He was in Good Morning Vietnam and Mrs. Doubtfire. Wayne Knight played Piccolo Pete. He was in Jurassic Park and the TV series Seinfeld. And Derek Jacoby played Franklin Madsen. He was in Gladiator and Gosford Park. When a mute woman suffering from amnesia arrives at the gates of an old orphanage, private investigator Mike Church is asked to find out who she is. With the help of a hypnotist, the woman regains her voice and recalls vivid past memories of a couple from the 1940s torn apart by murder. Church begins to develop feelings for the woman, who he calls Grace, and then discovers he has a connection to the tragic couple from the 40s. I loved my wife forever. Of course, forever. All right. 
You still killed her, didn't you? A crime from the past has obsessed her. That was Roman Strauss. That was his wife, Margaret. He stabbed her in the throat with a lovely pair of barber scissors. For whatever reason, these events are consuming her. A stranger... Ah, uh, my church... ...has found her. Why are you helping me? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I feel sorry for you. Maybe I like you. How far back are you? 1948. Hypnosis can take us back to our past lives. You expect me just to run with that? There's a lot more people on this planet who believe in past lives than don't. What do you see? Mr. Strauss? Mike, someone wants to kill me. Those are just dreams. They're not real. The more she trusts him, it's okay. The more she fears him. This is exactly what happened with Roman and Margaret. I'm not Roman. She had a pair of scissors. To be the man who ended her life. Roman? More than 40 years ago. He was gonna kill me. You saw Mr. Church in the past. I'm not Roman! You were in the house. Margaret! You take this! No! You put it under your pillow, I come near you, you blow my head off, right? I would never hurt you. How am I supposed to keep him away? I mean, he really wants to see me. You burn somebody in one life, they get a chance to burn you back in this one. It's a karmic credit plan. Buy now, pay forever. Maybe Roman Strauss didn't kill his wife. What exactly is it between you and Mr. Baker? I could be a good friend, Margaret. If fate works at all, it works because people think that this time... It isn't going to happen. The love and death of Roman and Margaret Strauss has begun all over again. This is all far from over. Dead again. All right, so one of our typical first questions is, uh, we'll, we'll double up here, is this the first time you've seen this? And one word, short phrase, how does this movie make you feel? Bo, is this the first time you've seen this one? And Yeah, I, I had never seen this one. Okay. Um, I think it confused me a little longer than most movies do. Um, so I was impressed with the, the twists. Okay. All right. First time watch for me. Um, and yeah, I... It was a cute little movie. I enjoyed it. A cute little movie with murder. I, yeah. And I, I couldn't tell whether they were taking it seriously or not. Yeah. Not in terms of, I mean, they, they did a great job. I mean, but it was like, is this supposed to be a tongue in cheek? Kind of like, like the way you said murder, you know, like, is everything just kind of amped up just to be silly, overly dramatic? Yeah, they did go for it, the cheap. They, yeah, like yeah. the cheap laugh. That's the wrong way to say it, but yeah. They, they, they acted, they almost, not overacted, but they acted everything big. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything, everything was big. So yeah, I, I guess I liked it. It was a cute little movie. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was also my first time watching it. Had not seen it before. Um, and uh, this is why. So sometimes when like we're like none of us have seen this one before. Like every once in a while, there is a movie I will add to our list if it got you know if it had a 
halfway decent box office, if it got kind of higher scores on some of the other, you know, critics and things like that. Um, I'll add it in there because I'm like, well, we don't want to just watch movies that we've always watched in the past. We got to throw some new ones in here and, and react to those too. So that's that's some of the rationale. So if people are listening, they're like, well, none of you have seen this one before. Like, why did you pick it? That would be why. So every once in a while, we do throw one in there that we had not seen before. Uh, so yes, it was a first time viewing for me, and uh, I'm just gonna say I didn't like it. All right. Yeah. All so right. We're, we're gonna have a bit of a difference of opinion here. So let's uh, knock down, drag out. I wish. Oh, you know what? I should I should have had like a sound effect of like a, a westling ring bell or a boxing bell yeah that i could start off here and yeah yeah ding That's ding right. ding the mike tyson do 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 but i do well, have this... but i do have murder <laughs> i can use that one there it is so um all right so pat you called it a you called it a cute little movie yes uh, Bo, you had said you enjoyed the twists. It, it kind of kept you. It's, yeah, it I mean, like, I didn't. It sounded like you know, confused again, in a good way. We spoil the heck out of these. So, oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, like, I didn't see the twist coming that they had flipped roles for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the there's the sick part of me that feels like I should go back and watch it and see if they tipped their hand and I missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um. It sounds like maybe you disliked it even more than I did, but I was not impressed with the movie. I was impressed with the fact that they kept that twist very under their hat for longer than most movies would. Um, now, they twi- they twisted it so that um, she murdered him, but they- the... They twisted it so that Emma Thompson, so in 1991, when the movie takes place, when it's not in black and white, when okay. it's present day, okay. Emma Thompson, her, okay. her character's name is Grace, the, the woman with amnesia, she is supposed to be Roman, the composer, reincarnated. Gotcha. Mike Church, Kenneth Branagh, who is the private investigator, is supposed to be Margaret, reincarnated got it so when there's, when there's the fight at the end so we'll, we'll jump to the end for a second when there's the fight at the end and frankie or franklin uh is fighting with kenneth branagh's character right he's actually fighting with the reincarnated margaret that he murdered with the scissors because he was the stuttering boy in the study correct um, yes, and yes. The, and the lead pipe in the library. Yes. Right, 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 right. No, I'm with you. Yeah, because I, I, and I remember that they reincarnated and they, they were different people. Um, and since we're on that topic, that's what I'm, I'm going to say. That's the only thing about the movie that I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like that, right, that's, that's an that interesting twist. Them. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. an interesting, I didn't see that one coming. So that, I, I will give it props for that. I, um... Yeah. And I got that. And I thought that was cool. You know what? And I'm going to back up because what, what kind of what I'm what I'm stumbling over was that originally they thought that, OK, he's going to murder her. But no, she's really murdering him because she was what he was and he was what she was. And then what threw me off was, well, no one was murdering anyone. It was the son. OK, 
Yeah. Yeah. Just edit the rest of this. Like, like take the last 10 minutes of me going. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Like, oh, yeah. No, because yeah. to me, that sums up the movie. Okay. There we go. Yeah. That just kind of does. Yeah. 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 It's it's a very strange film for the, sure. The the fact that we have to do like mental gymnastics to be able to figure out the whole plot of this thing. Like I understand I understand a murder mystery. Right. And I understand, you know, wanting to string your audience along a little bit, drop little hints here and there, a few little red herrings. Um okay. but yeah, I, I got to the end of the movie and I the only thing I thought was, okay, well, the, the role reversal was kind of interesting. I didn't see that coming. But the rest of it, I was just like, ah, I don't I don't care enough to try to. It was like getting, it's like getting your uh, your headphones, your earbuds all tangled up. And then just looking at it and being like, I don't care. I'm not untangling this. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. it away. Okay. Whereas, whereas if you really care about those earbuds, you're going to take the time. You're going to untangle them. You're going to, you know, you're going to do this right. But right. I, I looked at the mess of wires at the end of this movie, and I was like, mm, no. No, that's okay. okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <sighs> so, okay, so things that worked in this movie. What are some things that worked in this movie for you? What you just said, I mean, the idea that they were the reincarnated essence of the opposite person. And, I, I you know... Um, I want to be careful because I might, I know this might bleed into some of our three questions at the end, but I think in more contemporary movies that take on reincarnation, you'll see that. But one coming in 1991, I don't, I don't know. And I I don't, I know it wasn't the dark ages, but I mean, what would most audiences think of, okay, you're reincarnated as a man or reincarnated as a woman. And that, that that took me by surprise that they were doing that back in 91. I I don't want to you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I could see no, that absolutely. as being less tolerated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's and um, that's part of the reason I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, okay, All right. given the time yeah. period, given the implications of what that could mean, you know, today, if you were to use that as a plot device. Right, right. I mean, in the greatest show ever put down on television, Deep Space Nine. I mean, you see that essentially with one of the characters in there. Right. But I mean, obviously, I got to show it's now that now that you said Deep Space Nine, I got to Bo, you and I need to talk for just like five seconds. And, yeah. And, and Pat, you can either cover your ears or you can just forget I said this when you go watch Lower Decks. OK, I I almost did like a spit take in the one episode where they were doing they got the model. Uh, They're building models of the starships and he gets yep. the model of Deep Space Nine and he looks at the box and he goes, Oh, it comes with Ezri and Jedzia. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, yes. Yes, it does. I love that show so much. That's it's awesome. so good. All right. Okay. Back awesome. to, uh, back to dead again. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. kind of a cool thing that they were doing that in 91. Yeah. You know, yeah. I will say for me, something that, something that I want to, I don't want to like, well, I am going to bash the movie a little bit, but I don't want to be like completely beating it into the ground. Um, one thing that I would have hoped would have worked is the cast. Because you look at this cast, you've got Emma Thompson, you've got Kenneth Branagh, you've got Wayne Knight, you've got Robin Williams, you've, I mean, you, Derek Jacoby, you've got all these amazing, you've got Andy Garcia, 
You've got all these amazing people, and I think that not liking the movie, not enjoying the movie, I think that led to it being even more of a letdown when I was like, oh, when I started this, even before I started this movie, I looked at the cast, and I was like, all right, we're, we're in for a ride here. Like, this is a bunch of really good actors, and, and a bunch of people I like, and I like other stuff they've been in, and so I was excited for it. And the premise, I was like, all right, okay, well, that's that's kind of a cool story. I don't know that I've seen too many other movies that would, you know, do the uh, the murder mystery that way. So that's that's kind of cool. I like a good uh, I like a good little either time travel or or jump back and forth between time periods kind of thing. And it just the execution was just not there. It it, it felt yeah. like you, you pulled together. Okay, I'm going to reference another movie that if my mother in law is listening to this, you know. She might disown me because uh, she loves this movie. But another movie that has an outstanding cast and is just not a great movie is Mars Attacks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, full, just chock full of amazing people. And it's just, it's not, I mean, it's fun. It's like campy fun. But um, that's kind of how this movie made me feel. I was like, there are so many great actors in this movie. And it just, it just is like a big pile of dino doo-doo. Yeah, a big pile of Mugatu doo-doo, maybe. Uh Yeah. Yeah. So so I I wanted the cast to be, that's kind of like me, what worked in this movie? Well, I'm going to tell you what didn't work, and (laughs) I'm going to phrase it in a what's going to sound like a backhanded positive way, but um, I I was excited about the cast, and I wanted it to be a great movie because of the cast, because I like all these actors, and I like other things they've been in, and it just... So the, I, I will say the cast and the premise worked for me. The execution of the story and even the acting, like I was disappointed in the acting. I, it either felt to me, I think, I don't remember if it was Bo or you said, I mean, they went big with some of the acting. Like they, and, and some in like maybe a little bit exaggerated, you know, you know, swinging for the fences kind of acting in this. And it just... It made me think that it was meant to be a comedy, but it wasn't hitting comedic or serious tones correctly. To me, it, it hit like it missed the mark for both of those. And I couldn't, I think that's what threw it off for me. You know, when you're expecting, when you take a drink of something and you expect it to be, I don't know, Sprite, and it turns out to be like coconut water, and the whole taste is off, and it's like, well, that's not what I wanted. That's that's kind of how this movie makes me feel. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wondered because I saw it too, and I started to see it. Oh, they're doing this tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Were they playing to a certain style of film? I mean, with the big acting yeah. and all that. I mean, was it supposed to be? And I'm obviously not a film expert, but I mean, um, or a classic film expert or whatever, you know. But like back in the 40s or 30s or the golden age of cinema or whatever like would you see some of those kind of things that we're noticing there where the acting is big and the you know and this was taken to an extreme in this movie and they did it just to caricature it a little bit or would you see kind of those big acting things and they're just kind of hearkening back to that. I mean, look at the priest, the priest that was in charge of the orphanage, that guy, it was so over the top. It was almost like they're all like cardboard cutouts. Mm -hmm. 
you know? So it's sort of like, uh, is, well, were they doing that in the movie? Well, and that's, that's the thing is that when they decided to stylistically do the 40s stuff in black and white, like that's where I would I would say, okay, cool, do it that way. Like that's how, that's the acting style. That's how things were. It was a little bit more, not even over the top, but a little bit more exaggerated in the right. 1940s. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. That fits with the time period. If you're doing that as an homage to, you know, film of the 1940s, great, awesome. But then it just, it even felt kind of campy in a lot of the scenes that were supposed to be modern day. And that's where I was like, eh, no, it doesn't, that that doesn't fit. If right. you do it with the scenes from the 40s, that fits. Um, I even read, and I kind of, I like, wrote a note down for myself. Um, Robin Williams did not want to be, Robin Williams did not want to be included in the credits, at least on okay. the front end of the movie, because he didn't want people, because it was supposed to be a serious movie, he didn't want people to think this was a comedy because he typically only did comedy movies up to this point. Okay. So he purposefully wanted to keep his name off so that people, even though he had a very small part, so that people wouldn't come thinking this is a comedy. And I even, mm. when I saw that on like the IMDb trivia section, I was like, oh, because I kind of still thought it was a comedy anyway, even with, yeah. your name, even with your name not being in the credits and and... I mean, and and maybe that was another part of it too. Is other performances seemed at times kind of campy, or just the tone seemed wrong. But then Robin Williams and I, I loved seeing him in this movie and kind of his tone and the hint that maybe he killed somebody or maybe he's to blame for for something. Um, I loved seeing his character like this so early on. In his career, you know, we're we're looking at 1991, and up to this point, yes, he's done um, Good Morning Vietnam, he's done Hook, he's done these other movies, um, but I kind of got glimpses of, and and I and I enjoyed it when he, you know, when I saw these for the first time, and I was like, wow, that's Robin Williams, and I think of him as being a funny guy, but then when he did the movies Insomnia and One Hour Photo, and he's mm -hmm. more of like a creepy serial killer type character. That kind of blew my mind. I was like, whoa. I mean, he can I've seen him do right. comedy, I've seen him do drama, and now he's a creepy villain. All right. That's um that's unsettling. Mm -hmm. And so to see his character here kind of model some of that unsettling behavior, just that, that kind of general creepiness, um, mm -hmm. that was kind of fun. So I loved his part. Um it just some of the other stuff, I mean, if it was if that's the reason he wasn't put in the credits and it was supposed to be a serious you know, serious straight up movie, then I feel like there were plenty of times I, I felt like there were times I laughed when I shouldn't have. Right. Right. You know, I, the whole, the whole thing of, of Chekhov's scissors showing up in like every scene. Um, you know, if you show the scissors in, in act one, you've got to use it, but you have to fire them by, or cut with them by act three. Um, I mean, the whole thing of this, the scissors constantly showing up. I'm like, okay, look, I've read enough books. I've seen enough plays. I've watched enough movies. I know what it means to drop little hints that, oh, look, scissors. Those were the right. murder weapon. But then you do it like three times, maybe four times. I felt like there were scissors in every scene of this movie. And I was like, all right, maybe we're dropping too many hints here. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe do like one or three or four fewer scenes that you know you zoom in on the scissors at the end. Right. So I don't know. Some of that it just got to be a little bit too much for me. It just it got to the point where I was like, all right, let's um, we got it. We, we, this is the mm-hmm. murder weapon. And then it, it kind of reached a point where that stuff frustrated me so much that when it started to reveal, well, here's who the real killer is, I was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I so yeah. that's just that's kind of my general feelings about the like the the tone of the movie. The I just I felt like the tone was off. The tone seemed wrong. Um, I di- I mean I always enjoy if you want to pay homage to a certain style of film and you want to stylistically do something in black and white and, and all that, I go for it. I think that's awesome. Um, I just, to, to me, it just, this whole, all the, almost all the elements of this movie didn't hit the mark for me. Got it. I got you. Yeah. Wayne, well, I Wayne, hear you. Wayne Knight, Wayne Knight was funny. Like, you know, his part right. was funny as Piccolo Pete. He was, he was, you know, you're, you're trying to get somebody, you're trying to help somebody feel better. He's like, oh, and it was like this one time there was, uh, yeah, somebody got murdered with, it's like, okay, yeah. somebody who thinks somebody is trying to kill her, don't tell her a story about somebody getting brutally murdered. Yeah. 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 I, I hear everything you're saying and I wish I had some angle or insight. Everything you're saying, I hear, it just didn't bug me. I kind of yeah. went with it. Like I said, it just kind of became a cute little movie. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're acting big. Okay. And it's the drama. And I'm sure it's going to end with, you know, yeah. thing at, you know, at some point. So. Well, and that's the great thing about movies is I can totally not like the movie and you can be like, all right, well, that was fun. And and we still, you know, we still get along and make it work. And we're, we're still mostly friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I do have to ask about this. Mm-hmm. The whole fight at the end. And and there's even a comment. Uh, I think it was in the IMDb trivia section that the whole fight at the end where ultimately Derek Jacoby leaps forward and is impaled on a scissors statue or sculpture. That was kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That there's a comment, I think, in the IMDb uh, trivia section that says, I, I think I, I copied it here. Um, yes. The end beat with Franklin leaping and landing on a large scissor sculpture, a jump that Derek Jacoby had to be convinced was absolutely necessary, was to some, quote, massively and campily over the top, but Branagh and Friends found it entirely appropriate. I mean... Maybe maybe it is appropriate for how you're trying to put this movie together, but at the same time, I'm like, no, it, it was pretty much massively and campily over the top. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. kind of dumb. <laughs> well, it's that like was, that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like when that happened, the next thing I expected was to see Austin Powers standing there going, he really got the point, didn't he? Yep. Behave, baby. <laughs> Behave. Um, You're never going to cut it in this town with that kind of acting. Exactly. That's enough. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, was, I, I, different different degrees of. It didn't bother you as much, and and it it bothered me. You were bothered. I was bothered. I was. It vexes you. I was sufficiently I am, bothered. I, I was. I am greatly vexed. It, it tasks me. It tasks, yeah. it tasks me, and I shall have it. And I shall have it. Yes. 
There we go. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. I, I hear what you're saying. I'll try to watch it again and try and be more annoyed. You don't have to be more annoyed. You, if you enjoyed the movie, you enjoyed the movie. Oh, man. Exactly. It's all good. I, and, you know, some with a movie like this, some of it's headspace, yeah. you know, it's if yeah. you're into it, you're into it. And that's yeah. great. And, and I, and I yeah. would not. Um, so I do yeah. have some other interesting things that showed up on the IMDb trivia and then we can we can hop into our three questions here in a second. Um, this movie was shot entirely in color and it was intended to be released that way. But during editing, they decided that the past and present should be further distinguished by having the past show up in black and white. Um, And apparently on the DVD commentary, um, I guess the costume and set designers, Kenneth Branagh said that they were disappointed by this because they would have used different colors for those scenes, knowing that it would have photographed better in black and white. And I understand all of that, but I still think they needed to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It would have been really hard to tell the difference yeah. If that was all in color. Now, I suppose they could have changed the color temperature and done some voodoo with that, but could have done little, I just uh, don't know. Yeah. It could have done a little, um, um, you know, a little, maybe like blurred it just a little bit, give it a little bit of a glow. Yeah. Could have done something like that. But I've seen some TV shows do, um, like the present is a full color palette and the past mm-hmm. is muted or cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's hard. It really is. Yeah. Oh, slight tangent. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to complain. This is like the episode of me complaining. Um, okay. I'm gonna Get complain. it off your chest, man. I'm going to complain for just a moment. Um, I went and got a, the Blu-ray copy, uh, 4k Blu-ray copy of uh, Zack Snyder's justice league came out. Ah, been nice. So, so now Uh-oh. I have. So now I have a copy. Um, don't have to have HBO in case HBO goes away sometime. Um, right. The only thing I was disappointed in. Yeah, like when they get sold to Discovery. Right. Um, the only thing I was disappointed in is it did not come with the black and white version of the movie. Oh, what? Yeah. So now I just have to turn the color off on my TV if I want to watch it that way. I guess. Sounds like an awful lot of work. I know. It's, that's too much. Well, work. And, and that's not even, yeah, that's that's poopy. It won't, truly, yeah. it won't truly look the same way it should have looked. What will make me sad, and I get that it's a commercial enterprise and all mm-hmm. that, but what's going to make me sad is they're going to release one. Oh, yeah, they will. To get people to buy it, and yeah. that yeah. makes me sad. So Yeah. And I will not. I will just turn the color off on my TV. And I realize it shouldn't make me sad. I mean, that's yeah. what they're in the business of, but still. Right. You'll turn that color off on that TV and you'll enjoy it, mister. I will. Absolutely, I will. <sighs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Some of the other trivia that was in here. Uh, a couple of other additional double roles besides Mike, Roman, and Grace, Margaret. Uh, the nun at the orphanage is a um, is a kind of uh, starlet, an actress in one of the party <laughs> scenes in the 1940s. And the cop at the mental hospital is also an obnoxious party guest in one of the 1940s scenes. The convent is the same building that was used for exteriors of Bruce Wayne's house in the 1966 Batman show. I could see that now. Yeah. When you say that, like, yeah, I could see it now. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Emma Thompson and Kenneth Branagh were married when this movie was filmed and premiered. Oh, good for them. They are no longer married, but they were at the time. All right, good for them. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, and then the whole thing about the scissors mm. being kind of ridiculous, but yeah. Yeah. Um, the um, cashier at the supermarket, when he first goes in and gets directions to meet the Robin Williams character mm -hmm. is a guy that's been in a whole bunch of movies um, and TV shows and all that kind of stuff. He was in clear and present danger. He was the sniper. I think the guy's last name is Chavez. Um, he was in, uh, um, pardon me? Cruz. Raymond Cruz is Raymond, the actor's name. Raymond Cruz is Raymond Cruz the actor's name. That's the actor's name. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think the character in Clear and Present Danger, his name is Chavez. Oh, Chavez. Oh, yeah. That's where I got and see. That's what I know him from. Yeah. Okay. So Raymond Cruz and he was in. I never saw the show, but I guess he had a pretty big role in Breaking Bad and. Okay. And um. He was which, also he was also in Alien Resurrection. Alien Resurrection. Right. I know he's in the Alien thing. He was in Training Day. And he was oh, yeah. also okay. in Deep Space Tell me Nine. A story. He was in Deep Space Nine for the really excellent episode, The Siege of Hill, and there's some designation, AR 118 or something oh, like yeah. that. Okay. Um, but he played one of the soldiers in, in that. So he's, I mean, he's, I don't know. I think he's maybe a step above of that guy. I don't know. I don't know. Is it an insult to call him a that guy? Anyways, no. he's he's a that guy in a lot of the stuff that I've seen. So yeah. when and he comes in for just a glimpse, it's like, oh, oh, oh. There's plenty. So. Of, there's plenty of great that guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else we want to say about Dead Again before we jump into our three questions? I will take that as a no. No, I think we're all right. Negative, Captain. The scope is clear. All right. Three questions. He asks each traveler five questions. Three questions. Three questions. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. All right, question number one. Uh, what is your favorite or say the best movie or, or favorite movie that features reincarnation or past lives? Mine is, easy. Be Mine is easy. I can do this one right away. What dreams may come. Very nice. Hmm. I wonder if I want to be a jerk on this one or not. I don't know if you're going to be a jerk. I think I know what your answer is, but. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought I did. Maybe I don't. I'm intrigued. I want to know what you think my answer would be. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what your answer is. I was going to say, uh, I was going to say Patton. Okay. I see. I know. I'm, am I just being a jerk? Am I just being a jerk? I want to talk about Patton. No. George General Patton believed in reincarnation. He did. And so he, you know, he 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 thought that he was a. Well, and there's the one scene in the movie. I don't know if he thought he was like a jerk, but like he found the battlefield when they. I think we're. What was the scene they were going through North Africa, right? Yep. And it was the the Romans and the. It wasn't the. Carthage or was it the Carthaginians? Whatever that. I think it was, was. Carth Carthage. Sounds yeah. right. And anyways, he was sitting there, and uh, 
that, that famous scene where he's just like, the battle's there. Uh, no, General, the battle. I, uh, I can't turn the Jeep around. And he goes over there and he starts talking and he's just like, yeah, I was here, you know, 2,000 years ago, the such and such and such and such. And, and like, I was like, wow. And then um, as a kid, I remember seeing that and I've read about it. Yeah, he believed in reincarnation. And he believed that he fought at all the major or many of the major bad, you know, whatever. So I don't know. Does, does that one count? Or is that me being a sure. jerk? Because no, that's, okay. that's fine. Yeah. Okay. But I just found that fascinating that, like, a general in the modern era, you know, believed in that, you know? And, and yeah. it gets it for my mind, and I, I got to read more about the actual General Patton, but, you know, a, a whole sort of character study that if you have that belief, and it's not my place to question anyone's beliefs, but if you got that belief, you know, how that, fits into your I mean you know my understanding is he saw himself as a warrior so yeah anyways okay yeah, he did I'll say I'll say Patton I I totally thought you were gonna say the Matrix yeah yeah a little too on the or, nose today maybe well you know, yeah I the other one so the other one that I thought you might say because I think I think it, it features reincarnation, at least in a sense. Um, I thought you were going to say The Art of Racing in the Rain. Okay, so that one was right up there as well. Okay, all right. That one was right up there as well. Um, I mean, I, I have some runners up, but I don't want to say them until, until Bo gets a chance to say his, too. So Yeah, yeah. I got nothing. There's nothing I could say against it. I mean, yeah, I saw it. So the Matrix would, would the Matrix be reincarnation? Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they've got the different versions of the, of the one and. And it's, it's always him. Yeah. But it's still, those were past lives. So that makes me even think now I'm, now I'm thinking even more about what Resurrections is going to be about. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, is this. You know, because they never say, at least in the trailer, they never specifically say Mr. Anderson. So I feel like this might be another one of his lives. He calls calls him Thomas. The shrink calls him Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that might be on purpose. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, but no, but the major, and yeah, the art of racing in the rain. Oh my gosh. That's just such a wonderful. Yeah. That's a good one. That is, that is such a wonderful one. I mean, have you guys read it or seen it? I've not I read have not. it. I've seen it. You've seen it? Yeah. The book's fantastic. The movie's fantastic. It yeah. is just such a cool yeah, story. Yeah, I, I, I remember you telling me the book was good. Yeah. Yeah. That dog. And, and, and it's so good because he ruminates on it. You know, he ruminates on commentaries on because in a past life I was a this. And mm-hmm. yeah. I mean – and I don't want to do it. I don't want to do spoilers for that movie. So yeah. see it or read, you know, but, um, or read the book even, even better. Um, gosh, that's just such a heartwarming story. Oh, well, what have you got? So, um, a movie that I, you know, I should have looked this up before. I feel like it's on our list this year or next year. I think I know what you're going to say. And it's this year. Oh, I'm looking it up. 
Yep. Defending Your Life yep. with Albert Brooks and Meryl Streep. Yep. That was one of my runner, um, runners up. Always been one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. That's coming up a couple of months, I feel like. That's our, yeah, that's our first one in November. There we go. And then um, another one that is a few years out, I feel like. Yeah, it's a 93, so we're a couple years out from this one. But it's Robert Downey Jr., Charles Grodin, um, called Heart and Souls. Hmm. It's a fun little, uh, fun little Robert Downey Jr. movie. Okay. Pre-nastiness, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, but yeah, Robert Downey Jr., Charles Grodin, Alfre Woodard, Kira Sedgwick, I mean, Tom Sizemore, well, that's a good Elizabeth cast. Shue. It, it's fun. Oh. Another one to deals with. It's it's not as in your face reincarnation, uh-huh. but it's kind of it's got some themes. Okay, all right. But I think I, I think you guys will like that one when we get there too. Yeah. Uh, my other runner up was Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. So definitely. I got, that's I I've loved that movie ever since it came out. Vlad Dracul. My other my other runner up is Cloud Atlas. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, Do, I. I was re- I really enjoyed that movie. I don't know if you guys. I have uh, not seen it. I've heard good things, but oh, I have not seen it. I re- and that's also based on a book too. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I remember. I know I've seen it. Yeah, that would be one I'd have to go back and watch again. It. I feel I, like I feel like I, if I saw it, and and that's not just like I, I'm not even going to say I have an opinion about it because I don't remember much about it. So I I feel like when I saw it, my he- my head may have been in a different space. So mm-hmm. I don't recall liking it or not liking it. So I, I really enjoy it. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because again, I don't want to do spoilers okay. and all that. But that's a that's a rewatch one then for me. I I like it. Okay. All right. What is a favorite movie directed by Kenneth Branagh? I found this question hard to answer when I looked at his filmography. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of the movies he's in, yeah. but the ones that he's directed, I haven't seen as many of. Okay. I had forgotten that he did Shadow Recruit. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say Thor. I, I really, like, I, I scanned up and down the list, and it, it's just a lot of the movies, uh, unless I missed a whole section of them, that it's like, wow. I, you know, I know he did that version of Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I thought was I thought that was pretty awesome. When I remember, I mean, that was I don't want to I don't want to say it was the gold standard, but I mean, I remember Man. that. As far as movie Hamlet's go, it's that and the Mel Gibson one, and the Mel Gibson one is weird. So <laughs> I want to say we watched that one in school when it came out. Yeah, the Mel Gibson was, one or this no, 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 one? this oh. or the Kenneth Branagh one. Yeah, one of my teachers showed us that Mel Gibson one. Oh. in high school, and dude, that's. No, Are you guys being punished? That one's, that one's. I don't know that that one's even appropriate for high school. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> so I believe they decided to skip past some of the more okay uh, suspect sections. But yeah. good God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting choices. Yeah. Right. It's, it's definitely a choice. I don't know what kind of choice? But <laughs> it was a choice. It's, That's it's for a choice. sure. Yeah. Um. In terms of the ones he directed, and and see, here's where I kind of got myself in trouble in in this question, is um, I'm like, oh, I totally know what my answer for this one is. It's Othello. 
I loved the version of Othello where he plays Iago, and it's just. And then I was like, wait a minute. He didn't direct. He it. didn't direct Othello. <laughs> no, he did not. Oh, son of a monkey! Right. Um, that's like when we did all those, you know, pick your favorite um, um, Marvel character penned by, what's his name? Stan. Oh, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, like oh, this guy's this my one. favorite. No. <laughs> no, he didn't do that no, one. Didn't, didn't How about it. this guy? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Okay, this guy? Hmm. That's a decent I think I, te- I texted you. I, I texted like five guys. Uh-huh. And you're like, okay, well, Pat, one of these is a DC guy. And, you know, yeah, I'm like... Yeah. Okay, well, look, I, I just I just love his contributions, guys. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, I, you know, yeah. that's kind of how I felt when I looked at this at this list. I I do like I do like the first Thor. Um, yeah, and I like um, I like much do about nothing. I do like uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Like, I really liked. I've seen oh. that one a couple of times. Um, I but on this list of all the different ones, I think I got to go with Hamlet. There you go. But yeah, if he had directed Othello, of those of all those Shakespeare adaptations that they made, like in the you know '90s and the early 2000s, that is my favorite of all of them. It's uh, Lawrence Fishburne plays Othello, and um, Kenneth Branagh as Iago, and I, I completely thought he directed that one too, but he did not. There you go. So, all right, last question: If you could choose a famous historical figure that you could have been in a past life, who would you choose? And I, I asked this question. I always ask the three questions. I test it out on my family before we record. So I have their mm-hmm. answers, too, just in case we need some additional uh, guidance here on who we might be. Um, my first joking answer was that I would be Abraham Lincoln, just so I could feel like what it be, what it feels like to be tall. Um, mm, there you go. My actual answer is I actually came up with several different actual answers, um, but it was all like I would like to be this person up until the point right before they die yeah (laughs) yeah because they all seem to meet i was like william wallace right before the drawing and quartering or Mm -hmm. or maybe 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 a few days before the drawing maybe not right right, before not like right before you know know, all that stuff um no i actually the one i think i settled on is if i was going to be a historical figure i would take somebody like shakespeare oh there you go that'd be a good one what about you gents who would you like to have been I, I said Ben Franklin, but then in parentheses, I put like one of the founding fathers was really what I'm going for here. Okay. I suppose the the reason to pick Ben Franklin is if any of the stories are true, he seemed to have the most fun of the founding fathers. There it is. Party, if you will. Party boy. Yeah. His <laughs> time is. in France. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I would complain. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Talking about Ben Franklin, um, and it, when you mention France, it makes me think of um, Hamilton. Yes, that's that's Thomas Jefferson. But um, in Hamilton, the uh, one thing I didn't mention back when we were talking about the the trailer for Hawkeye mm-hmm. is is that apparently in the Marvel universe there is a uh, musical called yeah. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like a Hamilton kind of musical, but about the life of Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. I frankly, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Hawkeye thing, but at this point, I'm like, I kind of would like to see the Rogers musical. Well, and, and in the trailer, there was the little clip of the actors on stage yeah. 
doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, fun. I would be happy with, if you give me like an hour and a half Rogers musical, I, I'd pay to watch that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So we got Ben Franklin. We got William Shakespeare, Billy, Billy Shakespeare. We got Is Bill, Bill Shakespeare <laughs> over there? there. There we go. You and I going at the same time. Yeah. Hey dad, we got Bill Shakespeare over here. <laughs> We're sick and twisted folks. We know. Could be using some of those rolling papers for writing. What do you got, Pat? I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm sitting here. I'm like trying to rack my brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like Abraham Lincoln, do I really want to be president? Abraham Lincoln, but you know, so like that, I, I'm just, this is the question that I'm taking too deep. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm analyzing it too close. So I don't know that I have an answer. Is this like the one time we had, and I forget which movie it was for, but we had, we almost did like the fight club thing. And it was like, what historical figure would you fight? I think we might have, oh. done, I think we might've done that one time. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. That was, that was hard. I, I don't think I got anything. Okay. And it's hard because like, so other characters I'd like to meet. Yeah. yeah. Other time periods I would like to go back and, be able to like visit but there's not like yeah. one person whose life you would have liked to have lived right i don't think that that's where that's okay. where i i bump up against it sort of like what you were saying where it was like well let's stop it here right you know yeah i will be this person up until the bullet hits them in the back of the head right yeah uh, for my family, uh, my wife said uh, she always likes the explorers so she said uh, lewis and or clark Oh, cool. So she went with that one. Uh, Nora said, what is she? Oh, um, Albert Einstein. Okay. The kid loves Einstein. So, and then I think John said, uh, any random Viking. Hey, all right. All right. That works too. Cool. All right. Well, if you want to tell us what historical figure you would have liked to have been, uh, you can feel free to write in or call into the show and let us know that. Um, Otherwise, that's going to do it for Dead Again. Uh, this has been the 30-something movie podcast. You can check us out at 30podcast.com. That's three zero and the word podcast.com. We are at 30podcast on most of the different uh, social media outlets. Um, we also, don't forget to check out our sponsor and the rest of the shows in the Scene Stealers podcast network. Go over to scenestealersglobal.com. And then uh, we got some good stuff coming up in the next few weeks or so. Um, taking us all the way through. To the end of the month of November, well, we've got uh, coming up for the rest of September. Next week, we have Frankie and Johnny uh, with Michelle Pfeiffer and Al Pacino. We've got Beauty and the Beast, the Disney cartoon, coming up at the end of September here. Um, we have uh, probably being released just about any time now, if you listen to this one, we've got My Dinner with Andre is our Patreon mm-hmm. episode. So if you want to, uh, if you'd like to hear Pat and I talk about uh, sit and we didn't have dinner, but... That would have been that would have been very meta if we had had dinner while we were talking about yeah. dinner with Andre. And um, we came down on different sides of that movie too, not in terms of liking or disliking, but mm-hmm. like kind of our interpretation of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I'm, because- I, I'm looking forward to hearing that episode. I was unable to join you guys for that, and I'm very intrigued to hear what you thought. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun one. It was good. It was good stuff. 
Um, so yeah, so if you are not a member of uh, our Patreon crew, if you're not one of our co-executive producers on Patreon, you can head on over there. Any level of support on Patreon gets you access to those bonus episodes. There are other levels that get you all kinds of other benefits as well, um, like joining us on the show or picking a movie for us to talk about, things like that. Um, in October, we've got Silence of the Lambs coming up. We've got Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. We've got Sleeping with the Enemy, The People Under the Stairs, and our Patreon episode for October is Evil Dead from 1981. Um, I just ordered, and it just arrived, my 4K Blu-ray copy of Evil Dead, so I'm very happy about that. Um, I did also order a copy of Evil Dead, too, even though that's you know not one that we're doing right now, but mm-hmm. I just figured, eh, what the heck. Um, apparently they're also doing a 4k remastering of army of darkness. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. So I will, I will complete my collection as soon as that comes out. And then November, we've got defending your life, Bo, as you mentioned that one just a little bit earlier. So that one's coming up beginning of November. We've got what about Bob? Uh, we've got the doors, which is going to be a fun one to watch, especially having watched oh. the Val documentary a little while ago. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to watching the doors. Yeah. And then uh, then we've also got The Fisher King. It's a great Robin Williams movie. And then our Patreon episode in November is going to be our favorite TV shows of 1991. So that will be coming out. Uh, and then we're we're almost to the end of the year here, gents. Time is flying by, man. We're about, to, we're about to close this puppy out. So, All right. Well, everybody, thank you, as always, Bo and Pat, for being here with me. Thank you, thank John. Thank you, John, for getting us together and keeping it moving it is always a good time talking movies um and tv and movie trailers too because we get super excited about all that good stuff um Mm -hmm. but yes so if you want to find out more about our show head on over to 30 podcast but uh in the meantime we're um we're probably gonna go watch some good movies right now i know oh yeah i I know pat that's tends to be what you do late at night oh yes all right everybody be excellent to each other go watch some good movies we'll see you back here next time for frankie and johnny